what do you guys think of influencers? Um, I mean, I think most of them are probably fine. Um, but I think that, like, the more followers I get, the more entitled they become. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think also there's just there's so many of them now. I don't even know if they make, like, an impact. Because I feel like everyone can be, like, an influencer at oh, this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Welcome to Offline Time, a podcast by an ex-influencer that critically looks at our digital lives and explores practical offline practices. I'm your host, Lee Tillman. If you came to this podcast through Stitcher, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, this podcast is recorded and released through Substack because it's also a newsletter and 100% supported by listeners like you. That means I have no advertisers and run 100% on listeners and readers' generosity. If you enjoy this content and want to join our community, please consider becoming a paid subscriber to my Substack that goes by the same name as this podcast. The link is in the show notes or you can Google the name Offline Time Substack. Let's get started. So for today's episode, I wanted to explore our relationship and thoughts as a society about influencers. It seems like the general consensus is that we don't take them seriously. We make fun of them if they complain at all. In fact, they're not really even allowed to complain. They almost exist in this bubble of different level of human. They are not really human to us. They are just these things that we consume that entertain us and when they mess up we love to hate them. I feel like I read interviews all the time from influencers who are like please don't use the word influencer or I consider myself an entrepreneur or I call myself a creator that's what Facebook calls their influencers. But in an effort to make sure that I wasn't just taking information and in that I was seeing online I wanted to go out into the real world and ask New Yorkers what they thought. So here's what I got. I think they're fine as long as it's honest. not their whole personality. Okay. If you're really hustling and doing what you love, that's great. But if you're making it everyone else's problem, then I'm not a fan of you. I agree with that, yeah. I respect the hustle. Um, and I think a lot of them could be, like, really good business people. There's a lot of people out there that, like, are just... I, don't, I hate to use, like, a bachelor term, like, doing it for the wrong reasons, but... <laughs> Um, I think the world needs influencers the same way they need religion, but at the same time, they're over-glorified. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's a love-hate relationship with them. Like, I don't like them that much, but it's free entertainment. Yeah. It definitely perpetuates, like, a, a more toxic side of, like, our society. I'm just interested to see what they do in, like, 10 years to make money. Like, a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know. That's... Yeah. Um, I generally don't uh, respect them. Mo- most of them. You don't respect them? Um, yeah, most of the time. Because, How come? Um, I think... Oof, okay, let me think about this. That's, that's how I feel about it. Okay, now I have to back it up. I think they take for granted what they have. And often, like, are very childish and, like, not adult. And can get away with it because they're really popular. And I think they also often are irresponsible with their, um, or don't want to take responsibility for like the influence that they have. I mean, they're called influencers, right? So, yeah. But I wanted to make sure not to just ask people under 40. So the next interviewee was an older woman. And you can hear me stumbling a little bit because I thought she was going to get upset that I was asking her a question based on her age. Influencers? Yeah. Do you know what an influencer is? 
Not particularly. I know what the word means. Um, like there's someone who has a lot of followers on social media. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Of course. Yeah. Oh, so oh. what do you think about them? Well, I would rather, um, I suppose the reason that you chose me was because of my age. Is that correct or not correct? No, no. no? I'm just trying to get a wide variety of New Yorkers' opinions. Oh, so no, I'm asking. I don't, mind. I don't mind the business about my age. But it is relevant to our conversation because I, I believe that if I were your age, for example, I would never have known life without it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so I would say that the advantage for me, I'm not saying for everybody, the advantage for me is that I didn't have the contamination of opinion Mm. that uh, I grew up at a time when if somebody was given space in print, they had some brain power and some ability to write something down. (laughs) And also, the world, I mean, this is not, I'm sure life has always been difficult, but people are nastier and more divisive today As a result, now, I also use the internet a great deal, and I, like everybody else, have gotten used to the iPhones and all of that. But I guess my main comment is I am glad for myself that I had a chance to breathe openly and become myself pretty much before... I got involved because I think when people get involved very, very, not you, you're lovely. When people get involved too young, it's very dangerous because to develop oneself within is the goal of all of us. We want to find out why we were created and I'm not spilling any particular religion. I'm just saying that life is for each of us who is a single identity for us to find who we are is to me a lifelong and it makes it more difficult. Is That's that a- very that was amazing. Wow. I mean <laughs> Amen. Can you believe that that lady? I have to agree with everything she said. And as she was speaking, I was feeling increasingly jealous that she grew up without the internet. But not everybody had something mean to say. I know that like on social media I'm very easily influenced by what other people are wearing or what they're buying so it's really bad for overconsumption. A lot of the people that I follow um, have benefited like have helped their their um, family um, financially mm-hmm. by influencing so it's it's kind of up in the air it's a new thing yeah and like in the culture right now so yeah 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 Yeah. thank (laughs) Thank you but despite a couple people who i asked who had kind things to say in general it really does seem like we're not taking them seriously if they're not doing well or struggling or like i said it before complaining um we just say they have no idea what they have they have it so easy they don't have a real job I honestly can't even count how many times 
I had seen that when I was influencing. Now, I'm not trying to remove all responsibility from people with platforms. If you have a platform, it could be harming people. Like when I was a wellness influencer, I did not realize that I was harming people and that I was spewing diet culture left and right. However, now that I've stepped away, I do see that oftentimes these influencers are simply just the byproduct of our current culture. They're just following what people want from them you know they're getting a lot of rewards and by rewards I mean they're getting a lot of positive reinforcement from their followers they're probably getting brand deals so they're getting money and so those two things are big time rewards and they're going to keep going so we shouldn't necessarily take it out on the influencer we should instead be trying to change the culture one of the big reasons I think our culture doesn't take influencers seriously is the rise of the scamfluencer and just scammer media in general. I feel like 2022 was a huge year for scammer shows. We had Inventing Anna, Bad Vegan, Tinder Swindler, The Dropout, and countless others. I think the big one too was like Fire Festival because so many influencers went to that as well. But the biggest one that I want to talk about is the Scamfluencer podcast, which is a podcast that has over 4,000 reviews on Apple and each podcast episode goes into a different example of when an influencer scammed their followers out of money or information and um, is kind of overall very like anti-influencer. I mean listen there can be scamfluencers and influencers who are just out to scam and there can be influencers who are just out there to make money and be famous and gain power but the two are mutually exclusive. The reason that this um, concerns me is because Influencers sometimes need help and are not happy and are struggling with their mental health and definitely don't feel safe going to their audiences when we've just seen time and time again at the slightest bit of complaining. They are told, you know, not to complain, that they have it so good, um, that their job is so easy. Listen, influencing was the most difficult job of my entire life. Yes, at a time, the money was really, really good and I enjoyed it and I loved what I was doing. I felt like I was in my power and had had my meaning and I was, you know, fulfilling my destiny. And then it really wasn't good at all. I felt like super isolated. I was on my phone all the time. Both of my successes and failures were for the public to consume and criticize and look upon so nothing was done in a vacuum. I had to be creating content constantly to stay on top of the algorithm, creating 18 to 20 stories a day and sometimes two to three Instagram posts a day. There were of course the negative comments and trolls and the the just people online who were just terrible and there was the complete lack of boundary between my personal life and my work. They were the same thing. Um, I had no boundaries. Everything that um, happened in my life I wanted to turn to content the more I turned my life into content the more I was rewarded and that cycle was never ending every few months a big piece comes out on a major publication about an influencer who has stepped down or quit citing burnout or uh, mental health problems and just can't continue um, and yet we still think that this job is a dream job and that it is just like the ultimate job. It's not even a job. All you're doing is traveling, getting free stuff, taking pictures, you know, sitting on your couch, whatever on social media seems super easy. Um, it's not. 
<laughs> you could not pay me to go back to that. You could not even pay me a million dollars to go back to that job. I'm so glad that I got out of that job, but when I launched my goodbye influencing workshop class a couple weeks ago and read some of the comments, I was just flabbergasted that we're still, there's a hatred towards anyone with a platform even, you know? I mean, this workshop isn't for the average consumer, it's for the influencer. So if you hate influencers so much, then like why are you against a workshop that's supporting them to leave? And just like every other person on this planet, they're worthy of acceptance and respect and basic human decency, um, even if they fuck up and make a mistake. I think another huge reason we don't take them seriously is because it's a female-dominated industry and it's a, quote, girl thing. And anytime we're having a girl thing or a female-dominated industry, we are going to have not taking things seriously. Like with fangirling and girl groups for boy bands, we just think, oh, that's just a silly little girl thing. We're going to think it's shallow, we're going to think it's unintelligent, and we're going to try to discredit its power. Um, so I definitely think that's one of the major reasons why, because just like in male-dominated industries like Hollywood business and finance, I don't know, I still see us as a culture taking them extremely seriously, even though there's rampant crime and scamming going on there, and I don't go around saying that like all bankers are scammers. 77% of influencers actively monetizing their content right now are female. Additionally, the most interesting thing though is that most of the followers of this content are female. Across age brackets, it's mostly women who are engaging in their content. So chew on that for a second. Additionally, your favorite brands, those are also probably run by females. 61% of social media managers are female. So yeah, there's just that at the beginning of my thoughts of why we're not taking influencers seriously. If you liked this podcast, please consider reviewing it on Apple as well as subscribing to my newsletter, leetillman.substack.com. I'd have loved to hear your thoughts and I hope everybody has a lovely, lovely day. This is offline time and I'm going offline. See you next time.